Hello, it's Nadine, and I'm here with this week's mini episode of Life, Health, and the Universe. Now, as the podcast title suggests, these episodes can basically be about anything to do with life, to be to do with health, and to do with the universe. Uh, I love talking to the guests about all of the different topics, um, and we've had some really insightful conversations. I have a real connection with health, um, having worked for almost 20 years in the health and fitness industry as a coach, and I love a little bit of woo-woo, and I love learning and talking about the bigger picture, the universe. So basically, with this podcast, we have all bases covered, and you never know what you're going to get. This week, I want to talk to you about something that's health-related. This is something that has um, become interesting to me in the last 18 months or so, so I want to tell you a little bit about my journey and then give you a little bit of, um, or give you a couple of suggestions about how you might start on this journey too, if it's something that interests you. And this journey, I'm going to call it, what should we call it? I'm just going to say it's about shutting your mouth. Sounds kind of rude, doesn't it? A bit derogatory, shut your mouth. But in fact, this is something that could change your life. And I have had positive experiences with it in my own personal life. Yep, that's right, by shutting my mouth. And I've spoken to numerous other people who are having similar positive experiences. So it can't be such a bad thing after all, can it? Shut your mouth. I'm not talking about not having an opinion, saying what you think, or anything like that. I'm talking about literally keeping your mouth closed and breathing through your nose. It sounds simple, doesn't it? And in fact, when I started on this journey, I was surprised that I wasn't breathing through my nose. In fact, being a CrossFitter for the last however many years and doing some high-intensity exercise, um, breathing through my mouth, I thought that that was going to be more efficient for me. But no, it seems that I was wrong. And there's more and more science that's coming out that shows that breathing through our nose, well, our nose is actually designed for breathing and our mouth is a secondary way of breathing that we're not supposed to do. Okay. I'm waffling and I'm not a scientist. Um, I am going to try and talk in layman's terms as much as I can about this topic because it is really interesting and it can be really simple to make some um, changes to what we do in our everyday lives that can have a big, big, big impact on our health. So, Let's go back to the beginning, right back to the beginning of my journey. And I don't even know how I came across this book, but I came across a book called Breath by James Nestor. 
possible that I saw it online, it came up in my feed as a suggested read, something like that. But I decided to read it. Um, And James Nestor is an investigative journalist and he wrote the book called Breath uh, to explore what I've been talking about, this idea of how breath, as James Nestor puts it, is uh, the forgotten pillar of health. Okay, <clears throat> it's something that we completely take for granted. But in his investigations, which um, included some practical experimentation, which is pretty intense, what he did, I really suggest you read the book. Um, anyway, it had me hooked, and I was in. I was in. Okay, so. He talks about all of the benefits of breathing, how our, the shape of our face has changed because of the types of foods that we eat that aren't as hard anymore, so, that, so our jaw has changed, which in turn has changed the shape of our um, face and changed the way that we breathe. It's led to us breathing through our mouths to having forward head posture, and this in turn has led to a whole bunch of health-related problems. The one thing that I was super interested in uh, was to do with mouth health in general, um, gum health and tooth decay, which have both um, come up um, as, uh, what shall I say, when we breathe through our mouths, there are higher incidence of tooth tooth decay and gum disease. And I have had issues with my gums uh, for many years with receding gums. And so I was interested, um, excuse me, because of that particular, um, for that particular reason. turns out there's a whole bunch of other reasons why it's important to keep our mouths closed. But this is the thing that got me got me going. And it kind of made sense because my dentist had said to me previously, oh, there's not much you can do about it. We breathe through our mouths and our mouths have got um, microbiome in them, just like our guts have, just like our skin has. And because this microbiome um, or this flora in our mouths is continually, continually exposed to the air that we breathe through our mouths, Um, it's really hard to regulate the environment of our mouth. Okay, so I took that as a given until I read this book. And then I was like, hang on a minute. This kind of makes sense that if I close my mouth, then it's going to be better for my mouth health. So that was step one. So what I started to do was I just started to take the dog for a walk and do it with my mouth closed. And I thought that is going to be easy. There's no problem with closing your mouth while you walk. Simple. I was surprised. I was very surprised at how difficult it was. As I said before, I've been a CrossFitter for many years, so I'm pretty healthy. I'm pretty um, used to working at high intensities when it comes to exercising. Walking isn't difficult or super vigorous, especially when you've got a dog that's stopping and sniffing all the time. Um, But I found it really hard to keep my mouth shut. 
So this was, a, this well, for me, this was kind of like a challenge. Well, I'm going to see if I can do it. And the reasons for doing it were, were good enough for me. If it was going to improve my fitness, if it was going to make me more efficient at breathing so that when I did do high intensity exercise, I was going to be better at it. And if it did improve my mouth health, then this made sense. I was going to keep my mouth shut. <clears throat> now, before I go any further, some of the things that can show up when we breathe through our mouths, okay, some of the health-related things that can show up are um, poor dental health, as I had mentioned, sleep apnea, which is on the rise, snoring, poor sleep in general, um, anxiety, high blood pressure. It can be associated with allergies, postural issues, pain, um, injury is increased when we breathe through our mouths. So it makes sense that there are ways that we can improve our breathing and that it's going to help us live more healthily. So the next thing I did was I came across another book called The Oxygen Advantage by a guy called Patrick McEwen and I went deeper down the rabbit hole and I started to do some exercise in the gym with my mouth closed and uh, following some of his protocols and I eventually became a functional breathing instructor. So I wanted to be able to teach other people how to use uh, these breathing techniques to improve their health and to improve their, their performance, to improve their sleep, to reduce anxiety and that sort of thing. So now I'm a functional breathing instructor and I have coached a handful of people through their breathing journey. It's one of those things, just like any new behavior or habit, it takes conscious effort and practice at the beginning and over time it gets easier. So I, you know what, I should probably check in on those people and see how they're going with their breathing because it's, uh, the beauty of breathing is that we're doing it all the time. So we always have the opportunity to get back into it if we've forgotten to do it. It's like if you forget to breathe through your uh, nose and keep your mouth closed in one given moment, when you remember in the next moment, you can go back to doing it. I still forget occasionally, although it has become very second nature to me these days um, to do it. Um, yeah, so I've coached a handful of people going through um, these breathing techniques and we've all they've all had um, different aspirations, which has been really cool. So one was training for a half marathon. So she wanted to be more efficient with her breathing and she got some amazing results, um, was able to breathe without feeling tired and exhausted by the end of it. She was efficient um, and she um, got a great time. So that was cool. We've had ones for stress and anxiety, better sleep, better mental clarity and more energy. Um, there's a whole host of reasons why this can be of benefit. And the biggest one that I think is sleep. Uh, because a lot of people don't get great sleep. And some of the practices that you can use with um, breathing techniques can help to improve our sleep radically 
and quickly. You may or may not have seen or heard of people taping their mouths. Now, it all sounds a bit kinky, I know. Um, but this is the one thing that can help people to improve their sleep really quickly. Um, and I've had people saying that they've started dreaming again and they can't believe how how much better they sleep and how much more energized they feel and that they've stopped snoring and so their partner's happy. Everyone's happy. <clears throat> Um, so taping your mouth is the one thing that can really help with improving sleep. So you just use a little bit. It's not like masking tape. You're not going in for like the um, kidnap, <laughs> being kidnapped kind of tape mouth, mouth taping situation. It's uh, you can use like 3M tape from the um, chemist, just a little stamp size piece, basically to keep your mouth from falling open when you're asleep. That's as simple as you need to do it. And it can have some massive results. Feels a bit weird, but once you've tried it, if you've had problems with your sleep, you will notice an improvement rapidly, uh, which is one of the reasons that it propels us forward, right? In my own journey back to that, I have um, been to the dentist since I've been breathing through my nose. I've been back a couple of times and my gums have improved. My dentist uh, actually said, oh, this thing has resolved itself. And I was like, well, I didn't say anything, but uh, I, did, <laughs> I did think to myself, it hasn't resolved itself. I resolved it through breathing through my nose. So that's been a real benefit. Um, and I exercise with my mouth closed now, which sometimes means I can't work at as high intensity, but I am more efficient. I recover quicker. Um, I can go for longer and, um, yeah, I really enjoy the benefits that I've got from that. But sleep's the big one, I think, for most people. Anyway, a couple of things. How do you know if you breathe through your mouth? Well, obviously observing. Another way that we can tell if we are over-breathing or not breathing efficiently is if we yawn or sigh a lot, okay? So some people yawn when they exercise. That's because they haven't got an efficient breathing pattern, and so they're trying to recalibrate through yawning. So yawning and sighing can be a big sign that your um, breathing is a little bit out of whack, um, easily fixed, keeping your mouth closed, trying to breathe less. Um, also noisy, noisy breathing can be a sign that we're breathing inefficiently. Um, getting out of breath very quickly is another sign that we could be breathing inefficiently. But the simple thing to get us started is just to start keeping our mouth shut and breathing through our nose. So a little bit of a lecture there, wasn't it? Um, it's something that I'm really passionate about and it's so simple. That's what I love about it. And when I try to share ideas around health and well-being with the people I work with, with you, the listeners, it's really about trying to keep things simple. It's really about going back to basics. What can we do? What tools are already built in to our bodies that we can use to be more healthy, right? We've got so many things built into our systems. 
We don't need external stuff. We just need to know how to use the tools more efficiently. I am going to, in the link, um, in the notes, I'm going to share some links to some videos that I've done. Um, I did a, a small mini series of uh, functional breathing. If you want to check out the videos so that you have a bit of a, um, a progression of, I think it's four videos that you can go through to start improving your breathing and to start trying out some of the functional breathing techniques that um, I learned as a, a functional breathing instructor, then you'll find those in the notes. In the meantime, I don't mean to sound rude, but shut your mouth. Until next time. <laughs>